Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Maths Lessons, a podcast all about Married at First Sight. My name's Omar Abid, and I'm joined, as always, by the beautiful Kelly Rickard. Hello. Hi, Hi. Kelly. Sorry, I feel like I might need to do a nervous burp. No, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) What an auspicious start. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I feel a bit giddy about this this series. I know it's been a long time since we've done a done a podcast, hasn't it? It has. a few housekeeping notes, in fact. Okay. Um, we weren't planning to do a podcast about the Australian series. Absolutely not. I wasn't going to watch it. Well, this is what happens though, isn't it? You watch one episode and you get sucked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners might already know we started with the UK series last year and then, yeah, just got sucked into this Australian one. And with everything that's happening, we thought, let's let's record record a podcast. Absolutely. Bit difficult at the moment because... I'm actually getting married next week. I know, I know. So, you know, when you don't have Channel 9 or E4 planning your wedding for you, <laughs> it can be it can be time consuming. It's exciting though. Are you, have you been feeling a bit sort of nervous or excited when you're watching the ceremonies? No. Oh, <laughs> because, for God's sake. <laughs> because at least I know who I'm marrying. And you like her, so well, <laughs> it's a bonus. On occasion. <laughs> yeah. So the other housekeeping thing is that it is just the two of us. It is. We got to the commitment ceremony and Cy Beckwith wrote leave. <laughs> yeah. No, he's super busy, isn't he? I think I he think is. that's he's... the excuse he's using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thought we weren't in it for the right reasons. I guess. <laughs> classic maths phrase. No, he he is. Up. He's, uh, he's very busy doing a lot of freelance stuff. So we wish him well. And who knows, we might get him back on to talk about Married at First Sight. We know he's still a fan. With that out of the way, 
let's get on to this series. Yeah. It's been it's been mad, hasn't it? It seems a long time ago that the first episode with uh, Anthony and Celine. Yeah, we've been through so much. Yeah. Oh, another thing is, I should say, we're recording this in the UK and we're we're a few weeks behind Australia. Yeah. It started in Australia at the end of January, but started in the UK middle of Feb. So we're kind of halfway through, I guess. So a lot of Australian people kind of know what's know what's happened. Obviously, yeah. uh, we're we're halfway through, and we can tell there's more drama to come. I know. I'm almost nervous to voice opinions about people in case I completely change my mind by the time I get to the point that the Australian viewers are at. Well, the thing we saw last night after the dinner party, we're coming up to a commitment ceremony. The next episode we're going to see is a commitment ceremony. And it seems like Olivia and Domenica <gasps> yeah. are going to start to have some some aggro. Yeah. I think I saw in the clip that doesn't Olivia say to Dominica, she's not the queen bee. Yeah. Or something like that. So that's kind of where we're, we're up to. But let's start from the beginning. Yeah. I think the first big drama was Anthony and Celine. Oh my God. I know. And it started off really well. I did a poll after the first few weddings, which couple do you think are going to last? Anthony and Celine won with quite a high majority. Oh, oh really? Yeah. It, that aged almost instantly. Yeah. Because after the wedding day, she was just not interested in it. What do you think happened behind the scenes? That turnaround was too big and too quick for there not to have been something. What kind of faux pas could he have done that would be that bad? Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, it seems like all he said was, oh, I'm missing my kid. And she started calling him a posse. <laughs> which, <laughs> which I think is fair. You know, sorry, which I think is unfair. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it's quite reasonable, isn't it, to miss your daughter? Yeah. I, yeah, it was a weird one. And then it, didn't they bring up later on that, like, he'd sent uh, the receipt for a coffee that he bought? Well, <laughs> and I was like, well, hang on a minute. The McDonald's. It's a little bit. It's yeah. a bit. Well, he says, he says that firstly that isn't true, but she was... She's annoyed that he keeps talking about himself as being a gentleman and everything like this. But He does speak in memes. He does. <laughs> he does. Like, I remember that first episode, there was a lot of... I'm a gentleman. I like to take the lead on the dance floor. Like there was a lot of that, but he might have just been nervous, and he certainly didn't come across like a bad person. No, I think he comes across as a nice guy. I've noticed something that happens in Married at First Sight is that when there's a part, one of the partners is you don't like him. They're, yeah, you know the the. They're not. They're not putting any effort in. You don't actually get to learn about the other one. I don't really feel like I know Anthony. No, especially other than yeah. he's, he's been wronged by Celine. Yeah, I don't really up to this point know much about Daniel, other than Jessica was awful to him. Mm. You know. Well, oh. now we're, we're getting <laughs> we're getting the annual married at first sight partner swap. So I'm I'm not not a fan of Daniel's, but Yeah. I see I I saw the whole Daniel and Jess thing completely different to everybody else, I think, but we can get on to that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it Anthony and Celine, it was just it was just kind of time to time to call it quits, wasn't it? They had a good week. They had one good week. Yeah, they did. I just it whatever was going on that we didn't see, we can't comment on, but the rudeness, how rude she was to him was really hard to watch. Well, we thought what we would do is tell you our 
favourite moments in terms of which moment made us angriest, which was the funniest, which was a weird little moment. And that is the moment that made me angriest when they were watching his audition video for the programme. Yeah. And she was just on her phone, not paying attention at all. I was absolutely furious. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't treat myself sort of worst enemy. Like I just don't know what, what she, she really wanted to let him know that she hated him. I think at that point. Yeah. It's interesting you say you wouldn't treat your worst enemy like that because I was trying to talk to you before recording and you were just on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> you had one hand up, just quite, just, wait. I wouldn't wait. treat my worst enemy like that, but you, Omar, <laughs> I reserve that just for you. And then at the end of the, the video, she goes, is that it? Like, no, I know. It's, she's She was a horrible person. And then she said at one point she was just going to stay in the in the process because she didn't want to pack she had all the clothes all over the place. Yeah. It comes across as sort of unusually cold, doesn't she? Yeah. She's she's not a nice person. And it's she's definitely got walls up, but it's whether... <laughs> walls up. Yeah. Whether they're worth breaking down, you, who yeah. knows? How long would you have stuck around with her? Not long. Not long at all. It seems strange to just leave at the first opportunity. <laughs> I'm going, see you. Yeah, it's, you've gone through all of that effort to get on the programme and then the first commitment ceremony you leave. But she's putting no effort in Yeah. at that point. It even annoyed me that when she put uh, when she put stay, that she'd written it incredibly small. I know. Everything I know about what... us passive-aggressive. Yeah, that's, that was it. It was just, it just really passive-aggressive. It, it was a weird sort of thing, though, where I thought they were going to go down the route of Anthony having a sort of makeover, like a sort of reverse grease type thing going on, because he turned up at one of the dinner parties. She'd sort of spray tanned him, and um, he was oh, dressed like yeah. Danny Zuko. He had, like, a leather jacket on and stuff, and I was like, oh, what have you done to the man? <laughs> <laughs> it still didn't work. I think they must be so bored in that apartment complex because she spray tanned Anthony, I think uh, Selena's given Cody about 15 haircuts. Yeah. Which is dangerous because he's very obviously thinning. Thinning <laughs> on top. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's very, his hair is, is precious and should be protected <laughs> at, all, at all times. Uh, but they're just bored. She even uh, she even gave him a sack and crack wax, Selena on Cody. Yeah. Which is weird considering he's not that comfortable with intimacy that they went there. And he's not that comfortable with Asian women. Oh. <gasps> So disrespectful. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't write that down as my angriest moment, but I think it actually was. Oh my God. And then the weirdest thing about it for me was he said, yeah, I I, I think that might be why I'm in a bit of a pickle, that I, I don't fancy Asians. And then he went, I'm devastated that I've hurt her. He was so shocked that he'd hurt her feelings, that that would hurt her feelings. I think Cody's all right. And it's not because I hate Asians, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I get what he's saying. He's just, oh, here we go. I'm nervous. Well, we've discussed before, Kelly, like that I I I like whiteies. Oh, <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. It's, just, <laughs> it's not instantly racist to have a preference. It is. It's not. How can it not be? Listen to my reasoning. Okay. <laughs> stay quiet. You've got one minute. Go. No, I talk about this on stage, right? Because I'm not racist... To me, it's just another physical feature like hair colour or eye colour. If you look at my dating history, I have a preference, clearly. <laughs> I feel like you're going to get it. 
<laughs> yeah, get a photo a, album get out. Get a chart out. And then there was this one. You can't, well, you can't count her, but you know. Uh, but there's clearly similarities. This is what people mean when they say I have a type, isn't it? Oh, I like short men, I like tall men. And that's how insignificant to me race is because I am not racist. And I don't think it's unreasonable to go, ah, oh, you know, I'm not, uh, yeah, I've never been with an Asian girl. It's in real life, you'd never be in that situation. And it doesn't mean he never would be with an Asian woman and he worded everything very clumsily. And especially online, I found myself in a position where I was having to defend Cody and potentially being accused of, of being racist, but also understanding that it, it's not automatically racist to have a, have a preference. You could make an argument that it is racist though because it's the way that he specifies it. He, so... If it's if it's not racist, he would say something like, "I don't go for short girls, or I don't go for girls with the, you know that hair color." But to specify the race means it is a race thing. Wait, oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't get it because I don't have a type. Like, I, we'll get out my photo album, <laughs> and there's like there's nothing connecting those men. <laughs> like, I don't. Be- I sort of don't believe that, Kelly. And I'm going to call you out. Well, I'm going to show you the pictures later. (laughs) But Carolina says this as well. They they did a good edit on the program where she's saying at the dinner party, I don't have a type. And then they cut to her saying, I like muscular men. (laughs) (laughs) And then show show Daniel. Like everybody's got... No. Well, listen, my first boyfriend, John, he was about six foot one with dark hair. My second boyfriend... Are we doing this? (laughs) No, honestly, they've all been very different. However... We weren't that many different racial types, I suppose. So maybe I am a horrible racist. Yeah, I can confirm that. Yes, <laughs> you, are, you are a horrible racist. But I think Cody's other problem, which compounds things, is that he's not emotionally expressive. Uh, if he liked her <laughs> enough, he would be. This no. Is where, no, no. Have you seen how much he lights up when he's talking to other women at the dinner parties? Yeah, but they're not Asian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. Fair enough. He he could be more attracted to other people, but I think if you're not expressive in that way, where she wants a hug and she's a lovely person, I, I like Celine. Yeah, There's I nothing like not to like about her. But if you're tra- and especially in that environment where you're trapped with them, and she wants attention a lot more than he's used to. I won't say she she's needy or anything like that, but it's definitely at a level where he's not comfortable with it. Yeah. And you're stuck there. It's easy to say, oh, it's only a hug. You know, I'm not asking for much. But for him, that is a big change up to that whole point in his life. He's been quite cut off because, uh, and my, my partner Claire told me this, because he's experienced all those losses in his family when he was younger over such a short period of time, that's probably why he's quite emotionally distant. Yeah. As well as maybe, yeah, he just he doesn't fancy her as much as he might fancy someone else. Uh, this is where I'm at with it. I totally understand that trauma when you're younger could kind of stunt your emotional growth. But I also think if he met somebody and fancied them and fell in love with them, he wouldn't have such an issue with giving them a hug. Like, Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. It's all re- really weird how much he keeps going back to, but I really like her. Do you? I don't know. I think he does. They seem to have fun, usually. I really like you. I just don't want to hug you. Like, it's just, it's not going to be on a Hallmark card soon. <laughs> 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 uh, 
One of the next couples we met were Tamara and Brent. Yeah. I like Brent. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I really like him. No, I do. I do. I, I was expecting not to like him when we first met him. He's you know, been in Dubai. His yeah. business had struggled with COVID. He's got all these tattoos. He's a good looking lad. I've just, you know, it's my own preconception yeah. of him. I thought, oh, he's probably a bit of a dick. Yeah. And he's actually a really nice guy. What interests me with Brent is so many of the women put him first in their photograph lineup. Yeah. He's been first a lot. But they also are the same women that specify they like tall men. Yeah, he's not very tall. No. So we're ju- I just, because that's a sort of thing that comes up all the time. They're all like, oh, I like a tall man. I like a tall man. But my favourite one is the shortest man in the room. <laughs> well, he's strange. good looking. But it's a big thing that on Tinder and stuff, if you just put, you know, you're six foot six. Yeah. You'll do all right. It seems to be really important to women. Uh, not to me. <laughs> you don't, because you, you don't have a type. I don't, well, no, I, your neck hurts when you're, I'm five foot one. Your neck hurts when you're with a really tall man. It's overrated. You're, you're, you're happy with anyone from Warwick Davis to Peter Crouch. No, I don't like him. I think he's got a bit of an angry vibe. But um, Warwick Davis, I mean, there's, a, there's, an, <laughs> and there's an anger to him. But I would say... Anything from like five foot four up. Five foot four? Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I'm only five foot one. Yeah, but that's all right. That's good. That's that's oh, that's okay, is it? Thanks. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Nobody's this I just think it's interesting how many of the women talk about how important height is and then put Brent first in the lineup. Well, yeah, he's he's good looking. I think he's uh, what I like about him is he's very reasonable. When Tamara at the wedding just kept going on about the way to cut the cake and that it wasn't her fault she'd messed up because he handed her the knife the wrong way around. Yeah. She just kept going on about it. He just found it funny and was winding her up, which is the best response in that situation. Yeah. He didn't get annoyed with her. Uh, he didn't get really defensive. He refused to apologise and said that that apology, that sorry is going to my grave with me. <laughs> which he just, eventually she got to him yeah. A few couple of weeks in. But he's generally very reasonable. Even when they've fallen out, he'll come back and, you know, discuss things quite calmly. Yeah. I think he's quite, he seems like quite a principled person and he seems quite positive. Um, I don't feel like I know Tamara. I, I, I don't know. Obviously, what, what they're showing us of her is that, oh, she doesn't like retail workers. <laughs> like what somebody does for a living and what they earn is important. But I don't feel like I know behind that. Yeah, that's true. We only know her through how she's responded to Brent, really. We don't yeah. know much about her. She seems all right. When on the honeymoon she was more playful and actually had said, sort of apologised for how she was on the wedding day, I thought, yeah. oh, good. She yeah. actually, so it takes, obviously, a level of self-awareness yeah. to know that you're a bit of a dick. Yeah. So I like that, but, yeah, it's... it's I, I always down. think as well that when they... When they seem quite reasonable and all of a sudden there'll be a flare-up, like she went ballistic about the volume of the TV, I think, something yes. like that. I think we should be allowed to know when they're on their period because there's a very good chance that it was then. <laughs> if they're generally, you know, reasonable people and then all of a sudden, midweek, just go absolutely ballistic about something tiny. You think that's... Yeah, it could be menstrually induced. You see, it's good, it's good that you're here because I wouldn't be allowed to say that. You could. You can't say that you wouldn't want to have sex with somebody on their period, though. That's not okay. Really? <laughs> well, this is obviously where we're going now that you've brought up periods. Yeah. 
That was mad. I was not expecting to hear that on oh. Married at First Sight. Were you not? Well, she was saying, well, you know, why do, the intimacy's dropped off a cliff. Why don't you want to have sex with me? And poor Jack's just stood there like, well, because you were... You, you were on your period, so I didn't know. And she's just oh. like, no, you've got, to, you've got to get on with it. <laughs> I love Jack. I love Jack. I think he might be my favourite. I think he's really, really thoroughly decent human being. But also, he's one week out of every month. Like, I don't know, men just are squeamish about it, aren't they? Because it doesn't, I think we scare you. That, like, <laughs> we can lose pints of blood just whilst having a chat with you and you wouldn't know. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's shaking. Yeah. We stopped the recording. I need a a hot, sweet drink. (laughs) I think that's the worst thing you've ever said. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just the truth. Yeah, it is. And you're right. No, I understand. In the commitment ceremony, it was brought up, and Domenica, who I love, although I have concerns about, but we'll get to Domenica uh, more thoroughly later. The the ex Domenica said, I, I was horny and I I, I want to have yeah. sex when I'm on my period. It's not a big issue. And the guys were giggling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And the expert Alessandra said, I can see here the, you know, a lot of the men are giggling. It's not grade school guys. I was like, listen, I understand we're all adults and we all know it happens and it's natural and all that, you know, I'll hit all the check marks of what you meant oh, to no. say. Where the hell but is fucking, this going? But but come on, it, like it's weird. Why do you say that? When I was at university, a boyfriend finished with me, like dumped me because I didn't want to partake in rainbow loving. Have you heard what that is? Uh, Being equitable to gay people? No. So rainbow loving back in the early 2000s was where you you have sex with all the different colours of the rainbow of bodily fluids. I'm not explaining that well. So literally, you know, I can think of three off the top of my head. And I didn't want to do one of the colours. And he dumped me. He was like, you're not very open-minded. So I think there's a lot of people having period sex out there, Omar. Oh, my God. Just put a towel down. (laughs) (laughs) Was it snot? You didn't want to do green? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I could No, honestly, I just, it was too, it was too much for me. And that's what I did feel sorry for Jack. I just, he's, he's just a lovely, normal Man, he's quite mainstream. He's quite vanilla. He's quite... Yeah, he's a nice bloke. When they had the intimacy week and they were sent a big box of sex toys, dildos and such. Oh, God, the laugh. <laughs> the nervous laugh was exactly like the one you're doing now. <laughs> well, the thing is, he's obviously a bit uncomfortable with it. And I can understand. This is what I'm saying about it's all well and good to say, yeah, we're all adults and everything. But in reality, when you sat on your living room floor and there's a big box of dildos... Yeah, sometimes your response is going to be to have a bit of a giggle yeah. and she was getting more and more serious and that just makes him more and more yeah I did and I, I really liked Dominica as well but when she was kind of going you know I needed to want it more I needed to want me more I needed I thought good god the poor lad like that's a lot of pressure yeah yeah definitely at least though she was being clear about what she wanted unlike Sam with what Al. is that? What is that? On, on on the physical footing, they seem in a better state now, kind of mm. halfway through the experiment. Let's call it an experiment. Experiment. <laughs> but early stages, for the first few weeks, uh, I want him to touch me more. I don't want to touch him. 
we're not doing the kissing challenge. Okay, we'll do it for three yeah. minutes. Now I feel I've been forced into it. Yeah. That was, I felt so sorry for him. I know. I and The thing is, I get a bit nervous whenever we kind of cover this sort of topic because it. I don't ever want it to sound like I'm saying that a woman can't voice what she wants and when she wants it and if she doesn't want it anymore. But it's been very confusing. It has. Because he tried to kiss her two or three times in the beginning and she was like, what are you doing? No, oh my God, no. Like that kind of response. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, it was like, she was sobbing, why aren't you kissing me? And, yeah. it, you know, and he's he's pure sunshine, Al, he is, but he's not the brightest in terms of his intelligence, his emotional awareness. I think it, I think it would be great to be as dim as Al. Yeah. His life's just, he's, he's a happy soul. He's lovely. <laughs> and I couldn't be with him, but I think there needs to be more people like him in the world. Like, I, I, I wouldn't work with him, but, I, but I, yeah, I'm thinking that's really confusing for him. It is he did that thing of, as you say, went in for a kiss on the honeymoon and yeah. she, she, she wasn't having it. The uh, the kissing task in Intimacy Week, she was upset because she wanted him to to do it, to just do that kind of stuff without being told to do it. But when he tried to do it spontaneously, she, she didn't. She didn't. Want I know it. it's really confusing. And then I did feel sorry for him when she was saying she'd been pressured pressured into it. it was, he, he was in a. What's he meant to say? He didn't I know, know what, what to do. Yeah. And now the problem is, I'm glad they've kind of got past that. Now we're seeing the issue where it's his maturity mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. Which was going to be an issue from the beginning. Yeah. He lives at home, never had a girlfriend. His mum was tucking his shirt in for the wedding. There's a lot of stuff though where I'm like, like he couldn't work the washing machine. My four-year-old knows to turn now now a washing machine. Like, where's he been? What's he been doing? You have your kids four do you You've got to start them young, Omar. <laughs> like, otherwise you end up with an owl. Like, are you, are you just waiting for the time when they're old enough when you can tell them to go get you something from the other room? Oh, we talk all the time about like, what age are they going to be when they can make us a cup of tea? <laughs> right. We're really looking forward to that what, stage. What age are you pitching that at? I mean, it's boiling water in it, so not yet. Maybe five. No. <laughs> Al's immaturity is becoming an issue. When he was talking to the to the parents, <laughs> he was not doing well. He was. Oh, but he's just so honest. Isn't he, he is, and at twenty five, his weekends should be: I'll go to the beach, and then I go home and I play video games. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't play video games. But it's a billion-dollar industry. Mm. Like, I know people who are in their 50s who play video games because they're a proper, like, art. It's not, you know, it's, it's a proper art form. Is it's it? not something to be to be looked down on, I don't think. Mm. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I, like, I realise I have some kind of weird... If, it, if somebody says they're really into gaming, I immediately just assume that they're socially awkward, potentially sexually deviant. Like, just... <laughs> I don't know. Hello to any gamers out there. Hi, thanks for listening. They won't be listening because they'll be playing. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, that's another stereotype, isn't it? But that's all they do. But I think it is all they do. Yeah. Wanking off to Jinka's armor from Tekken. <laughs> that was so that's, specific. That's a very dated reference. Yeah, too, too specific. That was niche. <laughs> and also, Shoeys. Shoeys. Now, can you please tell me, had you heard of a shoey or seen a shoey before this? Yes, it's a very Australasian thing. I had, because I'm a fan of the UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, there's some uh, Australian fighters there who are doing well, one in particular, Taito Iwasa. And uh, 
his big thing is after a after a victory, he'll go in the crowd and get a shoe off someone and do a shoey. And it's sort of taken off. To be honest, it's a bit played uh, okay. out, bit played out now, but it's a very Australian thing. I just couldn't stop thinking that like they're arriving in masks because we're just coming out of a global pandemic. And he's taken his shoe off that has touched the ground all day and putting his mouth to it to drink from it. I just, I couldn't move past that. It is something Claire also said that, uh, yeah, you're just not going to be attracted to someone who does that. And again, he's having fun. He's doing his little breakdance. The breakdance, which was more about just throwing himself across the table. Yeah, and having some some underwear pre-planted down his jeans, which he could then pretend to rip off and... And I wasn't clear if it was his underwear or hers because I thought that would be really odd if he'd brought her knickers to throw at <laughs> Yeah, very strange. He's he's a young lad. He's having a good time. It's not going to work with them because he's just, he, he needs to go through a few relationships yeah. and kind of learn that you, you what to say when your parents, when her parents ask you, where do you see yourself in five years yeah. time? He needs to learn that kind of stuff for himself. What have you said to Claire's mum? Like, Claire, Claire's mum loves me, it's fine. Yeah, um, why? What lies did you tell her? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I was like, I'm, you, they're, they're, I'm not immature, you know. It's like, I didn't really have to. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to, uh, yeah, I had to convince her that I, was, I wasn't, you know, a deviant that didn't play video games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all you needed to do, really. Yeah, that was fine. I think the next couple who brought us some drama. Yeah. Holly and Andrew. Oh dear God. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear God. We 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 spoke about off air now. Who should we talk about next? And you just rifled through about six or seven sheets of paper to oh, talk about Holly I and Andrew. Talk about Andrew. Andrew just by himself all day. <laughs> like what was, yeah. I I mean I loved it in the very beginning how nervous it made her and it should that he might be a Trump supporter. <laughs> the minute she found out he was Texic- Texan, she was like Texican. Texican. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be racist. No. Um the minute she found out he was Texan, uh she was just like, "Oh god. Oh no, what if he's a Trump supporter or which you know, is and a stereotype." It is, and it was a little unfair. Yeah. You know, and until we got to know him. <laughs> <laughs> and also, another thing I never thought I'd hear on Married at First Sight, she started talking about anti abortion laws. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she was yeah. worried that he would, especially yeah. when she's in the low 3% of fertility. Oh, oh, can I just say, though, as a woman who's been there, once you've told that you might have fertility issues, it's very hard to kind of behave in a normal way. Because right. I know that's such a cliche to say that the biological clock is ticking. But it, but it is different when you're a woman because you do know you haven't got forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that made her so anxious, didn't it? And- well, I imagine for her being single, the age that she is, knowing that she has low fertility, how can she get a relationship going and not scare people off I know. When, when she has to be? That is clearly one of her goals yeah. is, to, is to have kids. So, and, and if and if that goal doesn't scare them off, then choosing truly madly deeply by Savage Garden as your song would. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that was in the vows, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh. I will say look, we're going to get onto a bit more onto Andrew and why he's such a dickhead. But Holly is a bit irritating. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes, yeah, she is. And but I, I don't really want to say that because I think it's coming from a sort of good place, a nice place. She wants to try and be positive. But a lot of the time, 
I don't know if it was a nervous thing, she would start talking and I would just think, where is this going? She was rambling. Just yeah. She talks in memes. It she was does. just like a load of Instagram posts just yes. talking about positivity and, you know, yeah. it, none of it made any sense and it yeah. just went on and on. And she was so dramatic. Like, Andrew was a, was a dick to her, but when she was on that uh, settee in the commitment ceremony and she'd said many times he never let her finish a sentence, mm-hmm. I bet it goes the other way as well because she yeah. just never stopped stop talking it was weird that because she said i'm here to be the voice for people who've been silenced in their relationships and i thought are we talking about domestic abuse now like where are we now yeah exactly she'd she'd amplified what was not a good situation he was a dick to it he wasn't he he wasn't very nice and now she's going i'm here to speak for all all women it's like fuck it i know yeah and it 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 doesn't that really doesn't help the cause (laughs) it really doesn't uh, I, but then having said that, I think I have the potential to be completely mental. Like if I was presented with a man like Andrew, like literally mm-hmm. <laughs> sat in front of you saying, you know, I have the right equipment. I'm really good at sex oh, and uh, you could really benefit from my experience. Like I would yeah. lose my shit. Well, how would you, I think in Confessions Week, when he told her that he had slept with approximately 350 women. Yeah. How would you handle that if a partner told you told you that? Uh, a partner has told me that before. Really? Yeah. Um, Was it I, Andrew? <laughs> you were the no. 350. Uh, I respected his honesty. I questioned his honesty. I'm thinking, is he thinking this will weirdly impress me? And Legend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag legend. And then I was concerned <laughs> about uh, STDs. Right. Which is exactly what Holly did, because I think she said something about, okay, you're clean. (laughs) (laughs) He said, didn't he? He's like, I was safe. Wow. Yeah. It's it's a mad thing for him to to confess to. I mean, again, it's something you should be, you shouldn't be uncomfortable to openly talk about. Your magic number. Yeah, but it just is, isn't it? It is. It, why why bring it why talk about exes this is something that happened with Domenica and Jack as well yeah. yeah when she was saying to him oh I'm not jealous but why do you have to be friends with her still I know <laughs> also I thought I was quite surprised at how you kind of flared up that he'd slept with his ex I just thought that was a standard thing <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah every, we broke up and then we had sex because you might as well so <laughs> I don't know I just thought it was quite shocking that she was so shocked yeah, it, I thought it was an overreaction. But just don't talk about exes. Don't talk about how many people you've slept with. Yeah, because the, ma- the magic number thing is, is just, if it's too high, you get judged. Mine's pathetically low, and I always get embarrassed about that because I'm like, people, I don't know, they'll think I grew up in a convent. Nothing wrong with people who grew up in a convent. But, like, it's that thing you get judged either way, don't you? I, I re- I, there was Andrew, he, more than anyone, just got my back up the entire time. He was terrible, and... I think the worst thing about him is that he thinks because he is is well-rounded, he's a motivational speaker, he's aware of how people, or he thinks he's aware of how people uh, behave and their personality types and all this, that he's the reasonable person. Oh, I, saw I know. I, I put on Twitter that he's he is definitely a Joe Rogan fan. 
Oh, definitely. And some of the responses I got to that was that were, uh, oh, you don't even know his views on COVID because of all the Joe Rogan COVID controversy. I wasn't even talking about that. No. I don't know his views on COVID or, or care about anything like that. The reason I said it was all the kind of self-help talk, he's clearly into like wrestling, and he's, hence the cauliflower ears. Uh, he was reading a book by a guy called Dave David Goggins, who's a, a ex-Navy SEAL, like motivational yeah. speaker type. And he just thinks he has an understanding about like, you know, you've got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And he, Holly's Holly's uh, doesn't uh, understand. She's a narcissist and all this because I'm a well-rounded person. I know, I, I know that I'm in the right kind of thing. Yeah, he was so... He just lacked self-awareness massively, didn't he? That that kind of his confession where he was like, I've slept with all these women, but really it's because I'm insecure. Like, that's every man. Like, <laughs> that's not new. That's not a surprise. Like, it's yeah. just... But yeah. she kind of hugged him to her breast, like in some kind of show of maternal love. And I was like, this is just weird. Yeah. the I think Domenica really saw through it when she was saying... I couldn't believe when they went to the dinner party and he got there first and he talked to the group. And again, because he, as she said, she put it perfectly, I think we're all a bit blinded by his, oh, I'm Tony Robbins yeah, stuff that she he's did, saying. Yeah. And they all fell for it apart from apart from her. And then when Holly turned up, even though, yes, she was a bit irritating, she was definitely the one who was, who was worse off in that yeah, situation. Yeah, if there was a victim, it was her. Yeah. But they all they all turned on her. Yeah, and that's where Olivia, who up until that point, I think we were all happy for Olivia. She, you know, yeah. she came in. She talked about her insecurities with her weight issues that she'd looked after her dad who had cancer for seven years. She ticked a lot of boxes for empathy, hadn't she? Yeah, yeah. definitely. But then, as, when she started talking to Holly and just um, diminishing her experience and demeaning her, just being rude to her, being a fucking prick to her, basically. Yeah, she, she was mean to her. Like, oh, spit it out, which, again, Holly does ramble. Yeah. But it's like, that isn't the way to sort of hear both sides of the story, no. which is what Olivia and Jackson's claim was. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was very odd the way they both were received at the dinner party because to us all watching it, I think most people felt like we did, that it was Andrew... Andrew was the one in the wrong, if anyone was. And, and so it was really odd that the rest of them couldn't see through that. But I, it, it's another one of those things that makes you wonder if you feel differently about people when you're actually in the room with them. Because to me, Andrew would be the person that I would be nowhere near. But mm -hmm. then you've got stuff like Samantha, who's conventionally beautiful, put Andrew as her first choice in the photo lineup. Yeah. Just makes you wonder, doesn't it? It was interesting. She made it clear that she had uh, a type, didn't she? An older, like, manly-looking man. With nibbled ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His cauliflower ears. Yeah, he was... Uh, I didn't I didn't like Andrew. No. That's the, that's the long, and, long and short of it. And it was interesting that he didn't come to the commitment ceremony, so I guess he couldn't be... Yeah. Uh, he couldn't be called out for, you know the way the experts had seen that yeah. he manipulated manipulated the group. Yeah, he did. Goodbye, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump to, to someone else. We're kind of all over the place now. We've just yeah, started. Yeah. We? <laughs> it's fine. We got overexcited. We knew we would. <laughs> uh, I think let's talk about Matt and Kate. Yay! One of the new ones. Firstly, no one ever likes the new couples. 
Like it's, they're too late. <laughs> For some reason, you just get attached to the ones who were there. From yeah, the beginning. it's really weird. I don't know why they made the decision to do that. Like the producers of the program, I, it feels really jarring. You're like, what's happened now? Who are these? Yeah, you're going back to the weddings. It was interesting that the the people. The, the current existing couples get to go to the wedding. I like that, actually. I did like that, that they got to be the wedding guests. Yeah, it was it was interesting. But, yeah, you're never, you're never as invested. And, well, certainly from what we've seen with these these new couples, it doesn't seem to work, does it? Oh, dear, no. Definitely not with, with Matt and Kate. No. Because she, she, as they say in Australia, which is only something I've heard on Married at First Sight, she doesn't want a bar of him. Oh my God, I know. It's... She's repulsed by him. <laughs> like, and as we can see just from the frozen face that she has the entire time, just that look of horror whenever he's nearer. He's a bit irritating. He he is like a proper cringe comedy character. He's very much like uh, Steve Carell's character he... in The Office, Michael Scott. Yeah, he is. He is. And do you know what I really actually struggled to watch was there the kissing on the wedding day oh, for the God. photos. I, I could like I could bless him. He's so he really fancies it, doesn't he? And yeah. like so he's just straight in there and she's so uncomfortable. And then he said that thing about um sorry about the breath, I just had some chicken twisties, <laughs> which we don't have here. But I'm assuming there's some kind of awful crisp. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like a chicken crisp. No, I don't. I don't like meat crisps. No. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Actually, I'm talking bollocks because my favourite crisp at the moment is a Walker's Max, the the hot hot chicken wings. Oh, you are talking shit then, yeah. Yeah, no, I discovered them. You essentially love chicken twisties. Yeah, Walker's hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking delightful. Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird with Kate and and Matt because I... (laughs) On paper, they should have worked, shouldn't they? What she was saying, and this is why the expert's frustrated. She's never had anyone compliment her. She's always very insecure about how she looks. And he comes in, and I do think he would have fallen in love with anyone. Yeah, I do. Because he is like a puppy, which he he admits. Yeah, Yeah, he is. He wants everything to be like the notebook, which he mentions every 40 seconds. Yeah, he does. (laughs) uh, He compliments her, he compliments like too much. He's trying too hard. And she's just not into it, but it's... You know. uh, yeah, what always amazes me is how cold some of the people can be, though. And I, yes. I know what it's like when you... Okay, if, if you're not... You don't kind of reciprocate the attraction, but you don't need to be so mean. It's just mean, like, just turning away from him constantly and muttering under her breath. Oh, and- my God. That's the weirdest thing I've possibly ever seen on television. Yeah. When they go into the... Uh, when they go into the dinner party, and it literally said on screen in, in subtitles, uh, well, he asked her, are you looking forward to this? And it says on screen as she's talking, inaudible muttering. Yeah. And then he asks her, sorry, sorry, what? And again, it just says inaudible muttering because eventually she says, it's nice to get out of the apartment. But she was almost deliberately speaking yeah, really, really. Yeah, it was like, real- it's nice to get out of the apartment. Yeah. It's like, so creepy. Yeah, it was really weird. It it freaked me out. Yeah, she's she's quite a strange character, I think, unless that's just what's being portrayed. And it's made me wonder that whole, no one's ever told me they love me, no one's ever touched me, everyone says I'm ugly. Well, if he's repulsive to her, what's her idea of attractive? Like, it's just intriguing, isn't it? Like, what sort of men has she been expecting to hear I love you from? Yeah, well... 
that that task where they have to rank Ooh. how how attractive people are it's it's interesting isn't it because she did it and he was happy to be third which he oh, should be bless him. he should be to be fair he's yeah. not the third best looking yeah. person there so she sort of did him a solid but then she said well if it was because he was so excited about it she really wanted to bring him down yeah <laughs> she was like oh no you're making me think i'll put you too high now and well, she that, didn't need to say that no like, and then she did definitely didn't need to say if i was going to put you if it was in order of who i'd actually want to sleep with not just objective attractiveness you'd be kind of in the lower third <laughs> And you know that also it was it wasn't as brutal though as Carolina and Dion. Oh my oh god, my she's Lord. a fucking dickhead. Where she said like so she went and it's not just your looks. Even if I was grading according to personality, you'd be last. It was like <laughs> there's no need. Yeah, I find personality attractive, uh, and your your personality is also very poor. Yeah, so, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. At one stage, she said to him, "You're just empty." I was like. <laughs> Dear God. I, I said before that you, you often, when there's a, a troubled relationship, you often only, you don't get to know one of them because you only know them as yeah. sort of the victimised party. But Dion, you can tell he's a nice fella. Yeah, he's a nice he's a nice guy with an odd punch on for trilbies, but he's nice. His clothes are ridiculous. It's like, all right, mate, we get it. You've got money. Yeah. You, just because it's expensive, it doesn't mean it's, it's yeah. nice. But he's clearly a nice fella. He is a he's, nice man. He is trying. He wrote that. Uh, he spent hours handwriting his, his letter to you know mm. make a connection with her yeah and she was essentially on a phone as she has been for the whole thing yeah it, it she's a strange one because she she said that thing about um i'm attracted to people's personalities that's what but so she's chosen to be attracted to daniel <laughs> who has possibly the darkest most insecure personality of the lot of them i he's, think he's so weird yeah it was i didn't like his partner jessica but on the very on their wedding day, when she said that comment about our oh, real wedding, yeah, uh, uh, would be would be great. It's like that wasn't an unreasonable thing to no, say. It wasn't. The way the way he responded to it, overthinking yeah. it, and just and then and then she 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 made an effort. She made a meal, and they sat down to have the meal, and the honesty box came out. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and I just thought what he said was really harsh. Like you're not my dream girl. Yeah, like, that's not did, a good way. Just of no need. It. Just just say yes. Like. <laughs> Well, when she asked him what what would he change about me then physically, he, he spent so long thinking about. He, he it made us sound answer. disfigured. He made yeah. us sound like horrific because he was like, I, I couldn't possibly say because it would hurt you too much. Like, yeah, what he should have just said because she does look like two different people. He should have said, "You you're pretty without the all the makeup and the hair <laughs> extensions and stuff." <laughs> not what he was getting at at all no well no that probably wasn't what he was getting at but that's what you should have said yeah you should yeah. have said something like that actually i actually felt really really sorry for her at the dinner party because i actually think he was the weird one i feel like he overreacted a lot i feel like he, he really yeah i really did i really really did and then at the dinner party when dominica in particular because I think what had happened was, to me, it looked like Jess had been being quite reasonable and making a bit of effort and making a meal and putting up with his weird little hissy fits. And then at the dinner party, he played the victim. She was demonised. And I, I, I did see it differently to other people. She was talking... That is definitely seeing it differently yeah. to other people. She was talking over him all the time. Like when Domenico was... It was 
gets herself involved in every she every does situation. i like that yeah I, I like her as well sometimes i do think oh god just leave it it's none of your business but i think she's coming from a good place and i think what it is is she can't stand people being false mm-hmm. and insincere yeah this instance with uh, mitch saying he's gonna leave yeah and ella was worried that Tamara and Domenica were gonna were gonna aggravate him yeah. at the dinner party. She actually handled that quite well. Now she didn't necessarily need to get involved at all. Oh uh, no! Yeah. But she went over and spoke to him, and he said, "Yeah, I don't like all these cameras in my face. I'm very uncomfortable. I've never even been to a concert in my life. I'm uncomfortable in these yeah. big groups." And she was like, "Oh, I understand. I, we just think it'd be a shame for Ella to have to leave. Yeah, because you know she's part of the process too. It yeah. was all very reasonable. It was so." I don't think she just goes in all guns blazing no. all the time. No, and it wasn't her I was necessarily annoyed at at the dinner party. It was Daniel because I felt like when it was just him and Jess, he was really quite mean and really quite dark and mm-hmm. quite passive aggressive. And I think she'd had a terrible time with him. So she got to the dinner party and then he's playing the victim, making it look like he has made an effort. And mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I could see why she behaved really poorly, actually. Well... Any sympathy I did have for Daniel is quickly evaporated. Yeah. With this, you know, now annual Married at First Sight partner exchange yeah. that seems to be starting up. Oh, God. And if I didn't dislike him before, the fact that he took her to the gym, I couldn't think of anywhere <laughs> worse to go on some kind of sordid date, like go somewhere well, <laughs> decent, like a back alley or something. <laughs> Kelly, you clearly haven't been listening because Carolina <laughs> loves breakfast. <laughs> she loves breakfast yeah she loves breakfast she loves rap music and edm yeah and she loves gym yeah she loves the gym i think she said she likes going for a walk to get a coffee as well just things that humans like really <laughs> but these are the these are the foundations of her potential relationship yeah. with, with daniel yeah rap music breakfast and gym <laughs> <laughs> Dion doesn't go to the gym. Did know. you know? She um, never mentions it. She doesn't mention it at all. It's not important to her. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad to like, I understand it's like you've got to have chemistry with someone. Yeah. And those little things that you enjoy to do together are, are important. But is that is that worth just like... It's just that age old thing. She doesn't fancy him and she's finding a new way of saying it. Oh, yeah. And she's just projecting stuff onto him like you're being false, but you're not you know you're just putting me at the top of the attractiveness yeah. thing yeah. because you want to come across as the nice guy yeah what? and then she's got that kind of trump's all card of well i'm you know latino and in my culture we oh. are very passionate and it's God. like oh yeah you don't have to be nasty though yeah it's it, i'm looking forward to this commitment ceremony which is coming up because i'm hoping that alessandra the expert who is also latino will yeah will call her out on that because yeah. it's obviously bollocks yeah it is yeah. It's just that thing that people say, isn't it? Well, I'm really honest, so here it comes. I'm about to absolutely trample all over yeah, your feelings. Yeah, I say it how it is. Oh, I hate that. Because I'm a dickhead and I've got no tact. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to get that on a T-shirt. So we sort of touched on Mitch and Ella there, talking about Domenica. Oh, I should say, maybe my funniest moment of the series was Domenica when her and Jack were arguing on the honeymoon and she said, I've got to take my shoes off now because I'm getting angry and the blood pressure in my feet is going. 
<laughs> I don't know if that is. Is religious. that a scientific thing? Yeah. Like, I don't know if the Hulk, when he gets angry, it starts in his feet. <laughs> I, can feel the, I think it probably does. It's probably ground up, you feel. Or, yeah. or is it all at once? Well, I don't know. I think I feel it in my stomach. Right. Anger. I'm not going to suddenly take my T-shirt off because I'm feeling angry. It yeah. was brilliant. It, it was, was brilliant. It was so unexpected. Unexpe she's just so expressive. She is, and she's she sort of says it. Oh, I'm going to say says it how it is. But no, she says what she's thinking, doesn't she? Yeah. And I think Al does as well. Like my funniest moment was Al saying to Daniel when he, on first meeting him, just say it. I mean, see it, say it. He went, uh, I love your teeth. <laughs> it's a really strange thing to say. Well, he's got some some like hardcore dental work. There's a lot of a lot of big big porcelain veneers or whatever yeah. they are on his on his yeah. teeth. They're, they're too much. There's a lot of lot of work. <laughs> too much. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of work on that uh, group of people. <laughs> <laughs> they are very beautiful. I mean, I think that maybe the two most beautiful together are Mitch and Ella, aren't they? Uh, yeah, well, this is what we were gonna what we yeah. were gonna talk about because uh, Domenica had had that chat with them. I mean, she was keen on the wedding. On the wedding. She, do you know what? She blew me away because she is so different to how I am at the beginning of a relationship. She just laid it all out there. She was just like, "I think you're beautiful. You're everything I've asked for. I think I want to sit closer to you now. I think I want to kiss you now. I'm really enjoying kissing you now." Like anything she was feeling, <laughs> she was just saying, and I was like, "That's impressive. Like that's so authentic." But then she still stuck to the three date rule. She did, which was which was. In Impressive, given how clearly she wanted to have sex Yeah, and he is very, very pretty. He's, you know... But the two earrings, that's a bold, bold move. It's it's veering towards Pat Butcher, him wearing two earrings, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, not just the one. Do you think he's good-looking enough, though, that you can you can get away with it? When you're good-looking, you can you can do what you want. You've got more, far well, more leeway. You've got, he's got more leeway, and I think that's why... I mean, you probably won't agree with me here, but I think some of the stuff he does, and you might not realise it, is quite emotionally manipulative. Like Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's that whole... Well, so... At the commitment ceremony, when she was very brave, and I think she was honest when she said, no, I don't think I'm good enough for him. And he started to cry. I thought, oh my God, he's got a heart. Amazing. But then it turned out he was just crying because he'd been made to look like the bad guy. Yeah, which she hadn't even no. made him look like no. the bad guy. She said, it's my insecurities. I just don't feel good enough. And he thought, oh, you've caught, you, you, you're making me look like the bad guy in yeah. front of all these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> he really doesn't like the rest of the No, I know, the because the they camp. can see through him, I think. And and that thing about, you know, she was like, well, let's work at this. He's like, nah, I'm going, I'm, I'm leaving. Also felt like, well, it is a threat. It's a, if you don't oh, make yeah. this easy for me and make this fun and nice and play along and don't expect too much of me, I'm going. Yeah, you've got 48 hours. Yeah. To win. Step up your game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it's a shame because they do seem to to get on all right, and I, and I understand it. It must be I said before that uh, in defence of Cody that it must be difficult to be in that environment. Yeah. At the best of times, but then yeah. there's COVID restrictions, so you're in even more of a bubble. Yeah. So it would be it would be difficult, but kind of don't. It's not Ella's fault, and you know what you're signing up for is the big yeah, thing. Yeah, and I also think right, he's decent looking. He's very young. He's not going to have any issues picking up girls, so why is he actually gone on the programme? Is it really to find the love of his life or to get a few more Instagram followers? Well, it's always the thing with these with mm. these programmes, isn't it? You sort of take it as read that there's a lot of uh, celebrity hunting yeah. rather than looking for, yeah. looking for a genuine relationship. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that, that works out because I do like Ella. 
I do. And he's, yeah, he's someone we just don't really know much about other than he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, I don't know if he, he kind of, it's cheesy to say, but knows himself yet. He just seems very emotionally young and that. I don't like holding hands. I don't like kissing. I don't like sitting on the settee and like, Christ, good luck in your retirement. <laughs> like <the show. laughs> And then the, I think the only couple we haven't spoken about, Olivia and Jackson. Well, that's boring, isn't it? It has been. It has been yeah. boring. Like, yeah, we heard her her story and it was like, oh, good for her. I'm glad no, she's... No, I liked them both initially. I did. And it's nice to see it working for them. Yeah. But as as we mentioned, there's, there's a turn coming here with there's Olivia. There's a storm a-brewing. Yeah. She was, she was mean to Holly, unnecessarily. This commitment ceremony coming up, I can't wait for that. Because I want to see what happens with her and Domenica. Yeah. I, I think there's... Uh, Holly's... Sorry, Olivia's not all we've... Uh, no. All we've been led to believe, I don't think. Yeah. I think there's a lot more to her to, to, to kind of find out about. I do. It's just... It's just strange. And not just as a woman, but just as a human to, to, to be like that, to want to pick on people. And that's what I feel like she does sometimes with her facial expressions. And there's a little bit of bullying occasionally. And Well, well her biggest concern with the Holly Andrew situation was that she, she thought Holly was being childish, which she was a little bit. She dragged her chair down the table so she didn't have to sit next to next <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, I'd drag my chair as well, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, would have smacked him with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then in the commitment ceremony, Holly was rolling her eyes a lot. But that seems to be like a cardinal sin for Olivia. Yeah. That like, even though Andrew treated her really badly, oh my God, Holly rolled her eyes. She's yeah. a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's not... Um, she's not very empathetic, I don't think. So where do you think it's going? Just some kind of big blow up between well, Olivia and Dominica. Yeah, I think we've we've said that as much as we like Dominica, she does get involved. <laughs> she does. And maybe she should maybe Jack should say to her, just tonight, do you want to just Yeah. Let's just concentrate on us. I yeah. shut the fuck up tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know let's what? just go home to our doggy pillows. <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> yeah. That was good when she arranged the uh, Oh, it was lush. Yeah, it was lovely. Surprise dog date. Yeah. That was nice. But yeah, maybe he just wants to say to her, can we just not get involved in other people's drama? But this is it. I think Olivia's going to be finally just, it'll be the, the final straw yeah. of Domenica get, sticking her nose in as she perceives it. Yeah. And, and then that's what's going to start. The, the, mm, it's going to be interesting. i tell you one thing that did make me laugh about Olivia and Jackson. They both, when they had to put in order of importance, they both had the exact same order and they put good sex first and then having children second. Right. And I just thought it just was so ironic because that second one is going to totally cancel out the first one. <laughs> like the minute you have those children, goodbye to the good sex. But yeah. <laughs> Kelly looks really sad now. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're totally worth it, especially when they're old enough to go meet your cup of tea. <laughs> so I think that's all the couples covered. Yeah. It's been an exciting few weeks. Yeah, I think you talk about the last hour then. It'll be an exciting hour. Yeah. Marathon chat. No, this has been very draining. <laughs> it actually has. We've uh, no the first few weeks of uh, of the experiment have been been interesting, lots of drama, but I think there's more to come. Like we say, I think there's a yeah. there's gonna be a, a twist in the tale with with Olivia. So we're looking forward to it. I am. And hopefully 
my wedding, my own wedding notwithstanding, we'll be able to do another episode. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah, we can talk about everything that's going on. What, in your, in your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have an update about my wedding, about how drunk Kelly gets. Yeah. Makes a spectacle of herself. Oh, I'm fully planning to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put photos up on uh, on our Instagram and Twitter, at yeah. Lessons. Yeah. <laughs> so, thanks to everyone for listening to Maths Lessons. I've been Omar Abid. I'm Kelly Ricard. And we've been here for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs>Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.